Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with Matthew Oddmark from the band Jars of Clay. Now, without a doubt, they're one of the best Christian bands on the planet. I remember when I was a young fella and first hearing Flood getting played on commercial radio in Australia and thinking, wow, this Christian band really is making it big time. Since then, they've had so many great albums and songs they've released over the years. I did a bit of a Facebook poll and tried to get people to tell us what their favourite song was and absolutely almost crashed Facebook, I think. And people saying they liked, you know, songs like Unforgetful You and songs like Flood and songs like Love Song for a Saviour. They've got a new project that's been released recently. We're going to find out all about it today. How are you, Matthew? I'm excellent. Glad to be, uh, glad to be with you guys today. Now, mate, um, you've been uh, a part of the band since the beginning. For those who don't know a bit of the background, how, how did Jars of Clay mm-hmm. get together? Well, we met in university um, many, many moons ago. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and we are one of the few bands that has sort of lasted for a while without rotating through younger, better-looking members. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, we, we, it still uh, remains to be the four of us are, are the main partners in this endeavor. And, um, you know, really, Doors of Play for us has become a labor of love for just the, the work that we get to do together as the four of us, songs that that we get to write and the music we get to make together. And uh, so everything else is kind of an excuse to keep doing that. But, um, but yeah, we've been uh, at it for about uh, almost going on 20 years now. So it's, um, it's, we've got quite a, look, quite a lot to look back on. Well, I can remember when you guys, uh, like, like I said, you burst onto the charts with the song Flood uh, worldwide. It was, it was a hit. Uh, how much did life change for you overnight when, when that song uh, was so successful? Well, yeah, I mean, to give you some context, I mean, I think I was 22 at the time, um, and, uh, you know, I was from a small town in, in uh, New York in the States, and um, never really thought I would see, you know, I'd never been to New York City or Los Angeles or much less any place outside of the U.S., and, um, you know, within those first uh, two or three years, um, we had been around the world, and, and um and, you know, it's a really wild thing to sort of, you know, when you've been playing music your entire life and and you've always dabbled writing songs and stuff and to all of a sudden find yourself, like, having been a part of a song that people, you know, that you've, people in places you never thought you'd ever be, uh, you know, they know your song and they sing it back to you. It's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a strange feeling. And so, yeah, we had... We had no idea. Nobody ever tells you to, to get your hopes up that high when you when you want to be a musician. And so, uh, so yeah, we certainly didn't expect anything like it. And you guys have been on an incredible journey over the years. And, and like I said, so many of your songs have been favourites on the radio and over the years. Uh, you know, some of them I can think of. You know, that first album, obviously, songs like "Love Song for a Savior," "Liquid," uh, "Flood," mm. the big one. But recently, uh, some of the big ones have really impacted me. One of the songs that really uh, stirred me up to do missions was a song called Two Hands. Uh, tell us a bit mm. about that song. Um, did that have a real outreach focus when, when you guys decided to write it? You know, I mean, I think that song really came out of our experiences with our friends in Africa. You know, about, almost about 10 years ago, um, we started to learn the stories of folks that were wrestling with HIV and AIDS and, um, and issues of surrounding clean water in Africa and 
we started to hear their stories and spend some time with them and and shortly thereafter we started a a, a work to kind of um to kind of partner with them um in doing some of the good work that they wanted to do called Bloodwater Mission. And you know that's been a huge learning curve and a journey, for, sort of a parallel journey for us. We, um, you know, obviously that was never part of the equation when we picked up a guitar in high school and, and joined a band. But um, but you know, as you sort of do this after a time, and and you start to you start to add things like like um, families into the mix, you start to reflect on exactly what it is you do and what kind of legacy you want to build and what kind of impact you want it to have. And you know, and we've also did have the privilege of seeing a lot of the world and when you see when you see you know when you travel around the world you see a lot of things that you you know that stir you up or that affect you in ways you don't expect and I think um you know our friends in Africa was definitely that and and I think um I think it's safe to say um you know that there's a part of that journey for us we tried to put into that song of two hands um I think there's I think, you know, I think there's something that doesn't often get talked about a lot, and that is just how hard it is to do a good thing in this world. Mm. I think that's why, you know, I think that's why you see all the sort of political infighting or all, all the just sort of the the mess it sort of seems like, um, you know, if you really kind of dig into the way the world is and the way the world isn't, a lot of the times there's there's lots of folks all trying to, trying to as best they understand do good things in the world but it's uh it's not an easy thing and um and i think uh the 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 nature of who we are and the nature of you know the state that the world is in always sort of makes it more complicated than we wish it were and and eventually we trace that complicated stuff back to what's going on in our own hearts you know which is um which is which is often a mess and so i think that's that was definitely um some of the context, I think, that, that led us to write that song. Well, I just love that, you know, Jars of Clay isn't just a band that's, you know, Grammy Award winning and multi-platinum and you're, you're not just out it for you, in for yourselves. You've got this real social justice heart with um, Bloodwater Mission and I know that uh, you've partnered with many other great bands too, like Six Months None, The Richer and Reliant K and, mm-hmm. and others mm-hmm. uh, to raise money for things like the Thousand Wells Project. Uh, and yeah. I, I think that was back in 2005 where your, your organisation... Mm-hmm raised money for a thousand wells you just never know how many lives that's going to impact uh you know all those yeah. w- with clean water in a, in a nation like africa eh? yeah you really don't and i think and it's it's kind of amazing and even when you know um that project and and the, the huge impact that it has i always love to just sort of return to the whole the whole engine that drove that whole project was this was this notion that one U.S. dollar can provide clean water for an African for an entire year. Wow. And um, that was really the story that so captured us. And, that, and it was sort of like, hey, you know, there is a lot of things to be overwhelmed about in this world. There's a lot of things that are broken beyond repair. But then then there, then occasionally these things, you know, sort of present themselves. And it's like, oh, but, but yet there is, you know, the gifts of clean water to a friend in Africa that is, that is that is in some ways very simple and very easy, and um, I think people really, as they heard that story, they there was a there was a resounding of course, you know, that we heard from people, both that were familiar with Joseph Clay and those that weren't, and so that was a really fun journey for us to be on, and that's one we continue to tell our fans and and then continue to sort of spread on, and, and the work of Bloodwater continues, I and mean, it's really an amazing organization that's really doing some of the best work in in community development in, in sub-Saharan Africa and especially 
in 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 areas that are affected by HIV, and and so it's been um it's been a very humbling piece of what we've been able to do. But it's really it's really you know it's it's Dan likes to sort of joke, say tongue in cheek. It's really helped us twenty years in to avoid you know to avoid the, the pitfall of beginning to write songs about our pets because you know there's this work of of the uh, of the professional artists that can start to get pretty insular and mm. pretty isolated from the real world, and I think the biggest gift for us on our creative journey has been we've been we've been able to have a front row seat to some of the best stories, and yeah. um, and that just you know that just becomes a, a deep a deep deep well from which to draw from to write the next song and to continue the work that we've been called to do. And you guys obviously have a heart for the poor and obviously a real heart for God in, in a lot of your songwriting. You really, uh, you know, delve into the Word of God and you, and you really stir people up uh, to uh, think about spiritual things. And I mean, obviously God loves you because he even included a Bible verse about you guys uh, in in the book of 2 <laughs> Corinthians. I mean, that's pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> you know, a little dedication. Yeah, something like that. Oh. Yeah, you should read that Bible verse, verse very carefully because <laughs> there's a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of unflattering things about what Joseph Clay are all about. So, oh, so maybe yeah, I think we would. Uh, maybe you got. At sometimes I think we wish we had we had picked a different reference. <laughs> maybe you got your name from the Bible. Maybe that's the that was the right order. Is that right? Yeah, that that, <laughs> that might be. That might have been it. We haven't been around that long. For those who don't know the verse, it's two Corinthians four seven. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all surpassing power is from God and not from us. Uh, really does show the heart of your band, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think we were, you know, the verse we were drawn to with, you know, I don't, I don't exactly know, why, I can't exactly articulate why we were, other than it seemed like a, a, a broad enough and a mysterious enough notion to which to base a creative, you know, to name a creative work on. And, and I think as we've returned to it over the years, it seems like it's there's there's a lot that's, you know, it's funny when you pick, you know, it's the same thing when you name a child, right? The, the child then sort of becomes a name, and I think that's that's been a that's been a little bit of what we've experienced along the way. Mm. Now, I've been having a listen to some of your new music uh, off the new album, Inland, yeah. and uh, yeah. I really like the sound of the song uh, I just listened to, After the Fight. Uh, it's got a really, mm. I mean, great guitars and, you know, great kind of sound to it. Uh, but before we talk about the song, I'm just curious about... The photo of you guys now. I can see you there, Matthew, with the great beard, and you know, we, we mm-hmm. and the cool glasses, and uh, but the dude with the mustache and the the curls yeah. at the side of the mustache—that is a great mustache, isn't it? Uh, is that? It's not. That's not. A, that's not a halfway mustache. <laughs> that's that's a one hundred percent full-on mustache. So, yeah, it's a, it's impressive. Yeah. Can, can you just pass he, on? He's always uh, he's always not unafraid to experiment <laughs> with the uh, yeah in that in those areas. Can so. you just pass on our congratulations? Because I I don't think I've seen many better must- mustaches than than that in my life. So I will I will you know what that will that will warm his heart. He will be <laughs> he that'll make his day for sure. I'll, I'll af- absolutely offer those. And have you guys been to Australia recently? Or? It's been a few years. You know, we really try to get there every two to three years, and it's probably been four or so since we were last there. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's a, you know, I mean, we do have uh, families and and um and, and many children amongst the four of us, and so so we really have to sort of pick and choose the places, you know, that we can that we can consistently get back to. Um, otherwise, we would be gone from them all the time. But we've we've uh. 
you know, when we make the short list of places that are important to us, it's, uh, Australia is right at the top of it. And so we, we try to get there every three to four years. And, and really, to be honest, every time, every time you all ask us, we, we, we say yes. Yeah. Um, so we have yet to turn down the offer. So we're, we're always eager to be back. Cool. We would love to have you down under again. And, of course, this new album, Inland, uh, is really groundbreaking stuff. But yeah, so this song, After the Fight, <laughs> tell us about this one. Yeah, well, this is a fun. I mean, the After Fight was one of the earlier tunes we wrote for this. You know, we spent about two years writing for this record. We wrote almost 40 or 50 songs. And, um, you know, I think for us, we really recognize that being a band of 20 years, there's just a lot that's kind of, there's a lot that you drag into the record-making process, both good and bad. And we really wanted to give ourselves a long runway to kind of cleanse the palate and sort of, find fresh and new new creative ground and and to not be you know not be just reacting against the last record or sort of you know or or or, or whatever and so uh, after the fight was definitely a song that kind of surprised all of us definitely has a little bit more of an angular approach than jars of clay normally does and and uh um yet you know it's very still has a lot of the the textural sort of things you've come to associate with us and Charlie's keyboard work on it is really, really fantastic and um and uh so yeah, I mean I think it's it's um it's a tune that really I think we hope as you hear it first on the record sort of sends a uh firm and clear message that if you know, if you think you know what Joseph plays up to then think again. And so uh so um but another fun piece about that song is this is a, our first uh time in the last twenty years where we've re-collaborated again with our friend Adrian Ballou who helped us produce a couple songs on the first record so that was a really fun collaboration to reconnect with him and he, he's from the band King Crimson he is King Crimson he's you know I mean his his uh yeah his his credits are long and deep and wide and I'm just collaborated with all kinds of folks like um Talking Heads and Nine Inch Nails and David Bowie and and then you know the list goes on and on and on. And so yeah, Adrian is uh, is is really been was a very generous fellow to to work with us early in our career um, when we were essentially you know nineteen year old college dropouts. And so he was very gracious to to help us work on that first record. And um, has always been a uh, uh, a very gracious uh, presence to us and a good friend to us over the years. And you know, it probably, but it had probably been so, you know nine or ten years since we had last connected with him. So it was really fun to reconnect on this project, and and I think there's something about that song after the fight that has a little touch of um, I don't know. There's something sort of we sort of kept reminding us of the things we loved the most about like David Bowie's Heroes or something like that. And so I think as soon as we we thought about that, we just wondered if maybe Adrian would would have some uh, some fun perspective to bring on the track, which he certainly did. Well, mate, it looks like a great new album called Inland and uh, looking forward to uh, listening to it myself and uh, hearing all the, the radio singles that come out from that in Australia. Mate, um, we reckon you are one of the best bands in the world, Jars of Clay, and we just love you. You've got to come down under again soon and uh, keep Absolutely. pumping out the great music, hey? Absolutely. Thanks, y'all, so much. And, you, you know, the Australian fans are... We're just thanks again to those to them because y'all have stuck with us over a long, long haul and are always such give us such a warm reception no matter how long it's been since we've been back and so we just can't wait to to uh, to get back soon. We've been speaking with Matthew Oddmark from Jars of Clay, mate. Eric, and you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just go to historymakersradio.com. 
There you can download interviews, subscribe to the podcast, make a donation, find out about our YouTube channel, and maybe connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Just go to historymakersradio.com for more. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Matt Prater. Why don't you go and make history? History Makers.